0: The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss PCE, insiders, and CDs. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. PCE, the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, came in lower than expected, a sign that price pressures may be easing. PCE is the Federal Reserve's preferred inflation gauge, and the number will impact future interest rate decisions. The Commerce Department reported today that core PCE increased at a month-over-month rate of 0.3% in February and by a 4.6% from a year earlier. Economists had expected core prices to rise at 0.4% in a monthly pace and to match January's 4.7 annual increase. February's data, a welcome sign of inflation slowing, still shows inflation far above the Fed's 2% target. The latest inflation data comes before Silicon Valley Bank collapsed, so it does not reflect any slowdown or tightening of credit conditions that has occurred since the turmoil in the banking sector began earlier this month. The PCE data for March, due out in late April, just a few days before the Fed's next policy meeting, will show the impact of those developments, if any. The February numbers do, however, underscore why the central bank felt the need to raise interest rates earlier this month, regardless of the problems in banking and regulators' emergency response. Beyond prices, the PCE report also showed consumers pulled back sharply on their spending in February, after a strong start to the year. That suggests that inflation and rising interest rates have begun to weigh on household budgets. Consumer spending adjusted for inflation declined by 0.1% last month, after being up 2% in January. Today's PCE report puts the Fed's next meeting in May squarely in focus, with the current probability of a further interest rate hike at 50-50. We have all heard of illegal insider trading, when employees of a public company buy or sell stock or other securities with non-public material information about the company. Martha Stewart is probably the most famous recent illegal insider trader. Did you know that insider trading can be legal depending on when the insider makes the trade and how it is disclosed? in the u.s insider trading is illegal when the material information is still non-public and those who commit it face harsh consequences legal insider trading happens in the stock market on a weekly basis to be considered legal an insider trade must satisfy two conditions one The Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, requires transactions to be submitted electronically in a timely manner, and two, those transactions submitted to the SEC must also be disclosed on the company's website. It was the Securities Exchange Act of 1934 that led to the legal disclosure of transactions of company stock. Directors and major owners of stock must disclose their stock positions, transactions, and any changes of ownership. There are now research companies who track legal insider transactions in an attempt to gain insight from what insiders are doing with their shares. Large insider buying can be taken as a bullish signal for a stock, while large insider selling a bearish one. Also, legal insider buying or selling tends to be one-sided. There is significant buying or selling. This is not always the case, as a company recently in the news, Charles Schwab, showed when the stock was listed this week as having both considerable insider buying and selling. Finally, thank you to everyone who submitted questions this week. We will answer one from John, who asks, Last week, you mentioned CDs, but with everything going on with interest rates and the banks, what are your thoughts on investing in CDs right now? Good question, John, and thank you for being a regular listener. Regarding CDs. One of the byproducts of interest rates having gone up in the last 15 months are that there are good opportunities right now in short-term government-backed investments like CDs. As an example, I saw a 17-month CD that offered 5.5% this week. For investors needing income or sitting on cash in a low-yielding checking or savings account, CDs currently offer a great alternative. However, not all CDs are created equal, and it is worth shopping around for a good rate. Volatility means that there can be huge spreads between rates offered at different banks and credit unions. Be choosy. Also, a good rule of thumb is to keep investment in any one institution CDs at or under the FDIC insurance limit of $250,000 for extra protection. Also, if maximizing income is your goal, keep in mind that it is worth checking out what else you could be doing to help your portfolio. Not that long ago, US Treasuries were yielding more than CDs, and high-quality corporate bonds, while not FDIC-insured, could complement government-backed securities with better yields and improved diversification. As always, your own investment goals and risk tolerance should be drivers of portfolio strategy. Next week, we discuss travel season and travel stocks. Does fun in the sun lead to positive investment returns? Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.